I realized in 2021, so two years ago, that I was basically just saying yes to every project that fell into my lap. So I would get a message from a gym in my local area saying, hey, I heard you're a yoga teacher and we would love for you to come teach at our gym. And I would say, cool, yes, I would love to. And slowly my schedule started to fill up with things that I was just saying yes to. And well, that's great. And that's awesome when you're just starting out to say yes to opportunities that excite you. In 2022, I decided to take a little bit more initiative in my business. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to take initiative on projects that light you up, that you're passionate about, and maybe even pursuing projects that you've done in the past with clients that you've worked with before in order to create a schedule and a business that you feel really passionate about. Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast, the number one podcast for bite-sized business advice for yoga teachers. If you're just getting started building out a marketing and business plan for your yoga business, you are in the right place. Now, before we get started, make sure you head down to the show notes and download my free content planning and strategy training with a free template. And make sure you hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Viz podcast. It's episode 158, and we are continuing on with our review of 2022. So last episode, I talked about what worked, what didn't, and what kind of worked-ish in my business, my yoga business, my coaching business. And I got a lot of messages from you all asking about if I could elaborate on how to take initiative in 2023 on your own projects. So I wanted to do a whole podcast episode about taking initiative in your business and how to do so in a way that is like not super scary and vulnerable, although it is a little bit vulnerable. And um, I wanna validate that it is kind of scary to you know, take initiative. But I wanna give some really tangible examples of ways that I've done this, ways that you can do this, and how to do it in a way that makes sense. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, in 2021, so back two years ago, I realized that I was just saying yes to everything. I was kind of bouncing around all over the place. I lived in Washington, DC at the time. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll take on a private client. Sure, I'll teach yoga at you know the nursing office. Yeah, sure, I'll teach at this studio and that studio at these various different times. And I was just kind of saying yes to everything. And first and foremost, I definitely wasn't charging enough money that accurately reflected how much kind of bouncing around I was doing energetically and also in my car but I also wasn't really taking on projects that lit me up there was like three out of like 10 things that I was doing that I really felt like excited me and so in 2022 I decided to take a little bit more initiative to dive into the things that I wanted to be doing and these 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 weren't like crazy initiatives y'all like I I want to be clear this wasn't like so I mean some of them were some of them were a little bit bigger initiatives but some of these were saying to studio owners like hey i'm teaching at x y and z studios right now but i enjoy teaching at yours the most if you would give me a couple extra classes i'd be able to stop teaching at those other yoga studios and focus solely on building community in your studio And nine times out of 10, those owners would be like, oh my gosh, yes, take on this class, take on this class, take this off my plate, take this off my plate. We would love to have you around more because studio owners like to know that you're committed to their studio, that you're building community. And 
honestly, I mean, they're businesses too, you know, that means that you're focusing on their business and not their competitor's business. So that works really, really well for me. So that's just an example. I do have a whole list here that I'm going to go through, but I want you to think about some of the things in 2022 that you really liked doing that maybe you would want to be doing more of, and maybe you're not doing more of it because you simply haven't asked. Okay. So the first thing here on my list is reaching out to past clients and asking to work with them again, not waiting for them to come to you, but going to them. So if you're listening to this and you're, you know, a past client, most likely you've gotten an email from me over the past couple of years. And it said something along the lines of, Hey, you know, I'm opening up this new thing. I want to give you first dibs as a past client, or, Hey, I'm opening up this thing. And it's solely for the people that I've worked with in the past. So sometimes I'll open up one-on-one business coaching spots only for people who have gone through our signature coaching program, but it's at a super discounted rate, right? Because they've already invested so much in me and my team, but also most likely they still want support and accountability and someone to bounce ideas off of, but they don't want to reinvest all the way back into a high ticket program. So if they've already gone through a program with me, I know them, for the most part, I know their business model, even though it could have changed. I'm absolutely happy to work with them one-on-one. So in 2022, I worked with about 20 past clients for a second time. And for some of them, we worked together for like a week, did a little intensive. For some of them, I worked with them for another three months and we worked on building up their programs, their marketing. A lot of them pivoted. That's something that you'll notice happens within the first couple years of business as you start to pivot. And that's worked really well for me. So if you've ever taken on private clients or if you've ever hosted a retreat or something like that or run a program, reach back out to the people that you've worked with and say, hey, I'd love to go on a retreat with you again. I would love to work with you one-on-one and I would love to support you in some kind of way because I loved working with you. Okay, number two is I initiated a lot more partnerships than I ever have in the past. Some of these partnerships I cannot talk about quite yet because they're still um, in the making, but I can give some examples. For example, I reached out to some local restaurants here in the local area and I said, hey, I'm a yoga teacher. Do you want me to teach a class in your beautiful restaurant or on your beautiful patio or on your beautiful rooftop? And some of them ghosted me and some of them said no and some of them said yes. So I got to do that. And you actually make, if you set up the partnership well, You actually make decent money because most of the time those restaurants or businesses are really just giving you their space, most likely space that they're not using. And they just want people to come in and see their restaurant. They don't necessarily want to make money from the yoga teaching. So you can do like an 80, 20 split or a 70, 30 split. And if you're charging, you know, 25, 30 bucks for that class and you get a decent number of people, you could really make a good amount of money for one yoga class. So like if you said, hey, local restaurant, you have a beautiful patio and I know it's not open yet. Maybe it opens in April. Could I teach a yoga class in March on the patio to show people how beautiful it is and to get people outside and to get people together? All I want in return is for you to email your email list, and trust me, restaurants have giant email lists because they collect emails from everyone who, pretty much everyone who makes a payment with a credit card, at least ones that have a more modern system. 
they collect emails whenever people pay with their credit card on like Apple Pay or something. So they send out an email and they say, hey, I'm a restaurant, but we're hosting a yoga class. Come do yoga. If you get 15 people to come at $30, I mean, you're looking at, let me do some mental math, $450. Maybe you split that up. Maybe you do a 70-30 split. You're coming out of that with $315, which is a lot more than, you know, teaching yoga at a studio for $30, $40 a class. So initiating those partnerships up front and early. So thinking about those things like right now, okay? And having a real strategy to do that. And we're not gonna get too much into that today, but that might look like emailing, that might look like putting an inquiry in on their website, that might look like a couple of different things. But start doing that early and start doing it often. I have done that with local businesses here. I've also done that with people online. I had Ashley Hagen on the podcast. We ran an email marketing intensive together. Stuff like that has been really powerful for my business as it grows. Okay, the third one is getting used to putting together proposals and sending them out. So a lot of us think that, you know, if I want to run a workshop at a local studio or if I want to work with, you know, people who just had a baby, for example, and you want to offer a yoga class, a workshop, or a series for like a local OBGYN office, a lot of us kind of whisper about it. We like mention it to the studio owners and we say like, hey, I'd love to run a workshop. Or like we go to the OBGYN office for an appointment or something and we say like, hey, I'm a yoga teacher, would love to run a series. Something that I did this year was I just put together proposals and I just brought them with me places. So if I wanted to teach a workshop, during a certain time of the year, I would bring a proposal to an event space or bring a proposal to a yoga studio or to an office or to somewhere. And I would say, hey, this is what I do. This is, I'm a service provider. This is what I teach. And I think it could really benefit your community. Here's how I would set it up. This is what the agenda would be. This would be your cut. This would be my cut. This is what I would need from you. This is what you would get from me. And I can't emphasize enough how effective that was. I got a yes almost every single time because guess what people who own yoga studios, event spaces, clinics, places don't want to do. They don't want to do the heavy lifting. So if you come in and you say, hey, this thing is only going to benefit you and I'm the kind of person who does the heavy lifting and I'm going to put together the nitty gritty details, I will do it all for you as long as you, for example, lend me your space give me 70% of the profits and send a couple emails to your email list or put it up on your events board, something like that. That would be relevant for like an apartment complex. They would put it up on their events board. And it was super effective. So I really hope that these examples, right, reaching out to past clients, reaching out to local businesses, putting together proposals, stuff like that. I hope this helps you get excited about what's possible and what you could be doing with the certifications that you have. And I say that because I know that I have a lot of people on here listening that aren't just yoga teachers. I know that because those of you who are applying for Evolve often have other types of certifications, Reiki, massage, health coaching. Some of you have advanced degrees and stuff like that. So thinking about what tools you have in your tool belt and how you can take initiative 
to put those out into the world and actually create a year this year where you're doing work that really lights you up. All right, I hope this was helpful for you. Next episode, I'm hoping to dive more into moving away from social media because I talked about that on the last episode too and I got a lot of questions about how to and why I would want to move away from social media. So next episode, stay tuned. I'll be talking about how and why I'm doing that, why I'm diving more into this podcast and more into email marketing. All right, everyone, have a great day and I'll see you back here on the Yoga Biz Podcast really soon.